This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org. Kamel King is out on assignment. As we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state, letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi a fascinating place. We'll start this road trip off in Oxford with, with Chef Vishwash Bhatt and the First Market Feast. Next, we'll head to Ridgeland and hear more about the Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival. After that, we'll stop off in Tupelo for Bud and Burgers. We'll end the show with musical guest Americana rocker Ann Freeman and hear about her new album, Days Go By. So hold on tight because we're going for a ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. We'll be right back after the news. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPV Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, riding solo as Kamel King is out on assignment. There is so much more to Mississippi than meets the eye, and Next Stop Mississippi is the place where we explore arts, culture, events, people, food, music, all the things you can imagine that are great and interesting and funky about the state of Mississippi. And our state is filled with hidden gems just waiting to be explored. So if you've got a hidden gem in your community, in your backyard that you want to share with us today, I hope you'll give me a call. Give me a call and keep me some company. That number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. That's one eight seven seven mpb ring Give us a call. Let us know what's happening in your community. Uh, when I was walking into the studio this morning, Felder gave me a big hug, handful of flowers. I'm feeling that the allergies rising from Felder's flowers, but he said, happy spring. And I say happy spring to you, our great listeners of Next Stop Mississippi. This is the time of year when Next Stop becomes so much fun because we really uh, spend a lot of time thinking about what shows to feature, uh, what events to feature, because there's just so much happening around the state. Now, I do have a call I want to take. Uh, we've got Joan Melroy on the line calling to tell us a little more about International Fiesta. Welcome, Joan. Hi. I'm so glad to be on your radio show. Well, thank you for um, calling in. Yes. Um, this Saturday, tomorrow... We have the International Fiesta, and it's on the MSU campus, and it'll be on the MSU drill field, unless we have unusual rain, um, and then it'll be in the football stadium. But it's a day of all the international people from Mississippi State University and the Starkville community that get together, and we have a wonderful day of entertainment going on on the stage. We have booths with information about culture and countries, we have children's activities that would highlight um, foreign events and foreign ways of doing things, like a calligraphy table in Oregon and um, making crafts from Africa. Um, and then we have, um, for purchase, we have um, some food that the international groups have made, and um, they take a food safety course, so everything's wonderful. And um, it is one of those events that my friends say, oh, my gosh, the International Fiesta is coming. When is that? When is that? And they get so excited because it's a great event for sharing and caring and learning about each other and, and exchange of ideas and um, everything. And um, the admission's free, and everyone's welcome. It's not just university folks. It's everybody from anywhere in Mississippi is welcome to come. Well, wonderful, Joan. Thanks so much for letting us know about this. I think this is a great example of one of those hidden gems taking place in our own backyard, literally. So uh, the event takes place tomorrow in Starkville on the Mississippi State campus. Uh, Tell our listeners where they can go to find more information. Yes, they can go to Facebook and then in the search column type in MSU and then the words HOMES, H-O-L-M-E-S, cultural diversity center and that will um, give you more information it starts at 11 o'clock with a parade of flags we have 
130 flags. People will be dressed in costumes from around the world and carry flags that are colorful. And um, if you want to be in the flag parade, um, come at quarter to 11. And um, the events will continue through 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks, Joan. Thanks so much for your call, and good luck tomorrow with the International Fiesta taking place in Starkville, Mississippi, on the great campus of Mississippi State University. Gosh, got to tip my hat to those lady bulldogs. This is no sports show, but, man, they really played their hearts out, and I have been thinking a lot about um, all the bulldog fans across the state this week. But, hey, we're starting our road trip off today in Oxford, home of the Ole Miss Rebels, and also home to Chef Vishbot with Snack Bar. Welcome, Chef. Hey, good morning. We're so pleased to have you on the show today to talk with us about the First Market Feast. But before we get started, I must say congratulations uh, on your recent uh, uh, Best Chef of the South finalist nomination for the James Beard, the fifth year in a row. Congratulations, Chef. That's remarkable. It is. Thank you very much. Well, we, uh, we're happy to have you with us today. You're just one of several chefs taking part in a big kickoff for the opening day of the Oxford Community Market. Now, tell us a little bit about this Oxford Community Market and how long you've been involved. Uh, <clears throat> so first, I mean, I've, I've been with, you know, shopping with the Oxford Community Market since the day it started. Uh, we were just really happy that we have a really fantastic farmer's market in Oxford. It, it helps us, uh, you know, become... Who we are the reason one of the big reasons Oxford has become a, a culinary destination is because we have a market like that and because we have really wonderful farmers and, and growers and, and butchers around us that provide us with fantastic food uh, but the market itself started um, in 2013 uh, and uh, besides just being a farmers market it, you know the, the mission of the market is to make healthy and local food more accessible to people in the community, uh, especially folks who are facing, uh, you know, cost barriers uh, or, or don't have access in the community to, to fresh food. Uh, and that's one of the, the largest goals of this, um, the market when it was set up by the city. Uh, it also, for example, I mean, so last year it provided 3,000 uh, pounds of uh, fresh local food was donated to the, wow. to the pantry. Yes, ma'am. Uh, and uh, to senior citizens. Uh, we also la- launched a SNAP program where they provide uh, matching dollars for shoppers who rece- and that receive SNAP benefits. Uh, I mean, in, in addition to that, they also have, you know, live music. They did 36 weeks of free special events and, you know, music. Uh, you know, all sorts of fun stuff that, uh, that the market does just besides being uh, a place where you can get some really fantastic local produce and products. Well, when you look on the website for the Oxford Community Market, there's a quote from one of the farmers, one of the vendors, and he says, you know, this is a place where people from all walks of life come together. You know, all those sort of things that divide us on an everyday level, like politics or, uh, you know, um, socioeconomic backgrounds, really kind of fall away when you get in that farmer's market space because we can gather around food and around uh, these great farmers and and these great recipes that we share and conversations that come out of that. Um, Chef, tell us a little bit about you, about your background. How long have you been in Oxford? And and tell us a bit about your restaurant, Snack Bar. Sure. I've I've been in Oxford uh, for 26 years now. Uh, I came initially, like most people come to Oxford, uh, to go to Ole Miss. And I started cooking for beer money and really enjoyed cooking and then started Mm -hmm. cooking full-time. And I am still doing it, so I started working at at City Grocery and then, you know, I work at several other restaurants in town uh, and opened Snack Bar in 2009, and I've been here since then. Uh, You know, and we it's, it's been a you know Oxford's Oxford's home. This is this is where I'm from. This is uh, where I live. This is where I have a house, and uh, you know, uh, this is where I've made a life for myself uh, and my family. So it's this is you know it's, it's it's been a really special place to me. Now, as executive chef of Snack Bar, you really blend a lot of different styles, a lot of different flavors in your menu. There, can you tell our listeners a bit about the experience? Uh, of course, yes, ma'am. I mean, so. Uh, I'm originally from uh, Western India, uh, and Snack Bar, when we, when we opened it, we wanted it to be a, a neighborhood restaurant, uh, a bistro, if you will. And so what we have done is uh, basically take uh, 
local product and local produce that we can get and then then cook it in the, in the style I know how and that means that sometimes uh, some Indian flavors uh, find their way into uh, things like collard greens and okra and you know black eyed peas and, and things that people uh, around here are familiar with uh, but we just do them uh, just a little bit different maybe uh, but it's all the same food, and you know, I, I just add a little bit of, of what I know and what I learned from my uh, grandmother and my mother into what I cook. Absolutely. Now, it, often in interviews with you, Chef Fai, you talk about the community of your of the City Grocery Restaurant Group and of the chefs in Oxford because Oxford is such a culinary destination now, and we really see that playing out this uh, with this event on Tuesday, April seventeenth at seven p.m. at the Old Armory Pavilion in Oxford. You're you're bringing together a great group of chefs for that family-style, locally-sourced, farm-to-table dinner. Let's talk a little more about this upcoming first market feast. Yes, ma'am. But uh, let me let me just say I I am just a part of this. Uh, the, the the people who should get credit for putting this together uh, are our friends uh, Angie Sicureza uh, and Nick Rapon from Grit. This was you know they they initially thought of this idea and uh, and then they approached the rest of us. Uh, so, so let's give them credit for coming up with this fantastic idea. Now, uh, that being said, uh, yes, we do have some really wonderful chefs in Oxford, and and you know, we're going to be, it's going to be myself. And you, you're going to have Nick uh, Rapond and Heat Johnson from Grit, John Stokes uh, from Taraske, uh and uh, Joel Miller from Ravine and Corbin Evans uh, from Oxford Canteen. So you know, it's it's quite a lineup. Uh, it's I mean, I am. You know, I've traveled a lot, and I've done a lot of events for a lot of charities across the country. You know, we get as chefs, we get asked to come do things. Uh, this one, I'm really, really proud of, and really excited about because we, we get to first of all, you know, get to cook at home uh, with friends and family, for friends and family. So this is going, you know, uh, of all the events I have done, this one is the one I'm most excited about. Well, uh, very exciting. It is early in the season when we think about uh, local produce. So give us a little sneak peek of what ingredients you, we might see on Tuesday. Yes, ma'am. So uh, the good thing is, you know, because, uh, because we have a you know, fairly long-growing season, we will have some stuff that people don't expect, uh, you know, and also some of our, our uh, farmers do have uh, some, some greenhouses, so they're starting to sprout. So we'll have some radishes. We'll have some greens, uh, sweet potatoes, of course, um, and things like shard, so uh, and and then uh, also uh, hopefully some carrots, uh, and then we'll see uh, strawberries. Our, our local strawberries from uh, Clear Creek uh, looks like they're going to be available. So looking forward to that. Wow. Um, and then see what else. You know, there'll be there should be some plenty. There should be plenty of herbs, uh, uh, especially you know the hardier herbs like thyme and, and sage uh, popping up as well. Absolutely. Now, this does take place uh, on Tuesday, April 17th. This is the opening day of the Oxford Community Market, and the first market feast will start at 7 p.m. After the Oxford Community Market closes, you can hang around a little longer. Live music from Dave Woolworth and Tate Moore of the Kudzu Kings. Can't beat that. Chef, tell our listeners where they can go to find more information and learn about how to get tickets. All right. Uh, so they can either go to uh, the Oxford City Market website, which you know I should know off the top of my head, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy Google. Uh, but uh, we could, they, could, they, can, they can go to OxfordArts.com, which is uh, the website for the Arts Council, and they also have information uh, to you know a link to uh, the market and where to get tickets. Uh, they can call the restaurants, and we can, you know, uh, forward them to to where they need to go. But uh, to get tickets, OxfordArts.com uh, is is where they need to go. Wonderful. Well, again, uh, Chef Vishbot, thank you so much for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi this morning, and best of luck with this upcoming first market feast. A really exciting program. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me, and I hope lots of people show up. It's it's a great cause, and it's a local cause. So I hope we get a lot of people out. Absolutely. Hey, make it a destination. Make it a trip. It's a great overnight, midweek getaway. Everybody needs like a Tuesday off every once in a while. I, I encourage you to do that. We're going to take a quick break, but when we return, we'll speak with Kelly Mott about the Bud and Burgers competition in Tupelo. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Owens. I'm Dr. Allie Brown. Join us on Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio, where we talk about issues related to health from a woman's perspective. Listen to us on Southern Remedy for Women on Fridays on MPB from 11 to 12. You don't have to be a woman to call in. So we'd love to hear from you. It's the show for women and the people who love them. Listen to us this morning. We'll be taking your calls to answer all your health questions. It's Southern Remedy for Women. This morning at 11 on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of MississippiToday.org. If you're just joining us before the break, we spoke with Chef Vishvat. He was telling us about the first market feast upcoming in Oxford. Really cool event, farm to table, benefiting the local farmer's market in Oxford. Check it out. It's going to be wonderful. Now, we mentioned in the interview that Chef Vishvat is nominated once again for a James Beard Award. This is the Olympics of Culinary Awards. Really proud of him and the way he represents Mississippi. Uh, we've got a great story forthcoming on MississippiToday.org about Chef Vishvat, so I hope you'll check that out in the coming days. Now, uh, we want to welcome to the show our friend Kelly Mott. Hey, she's here to talk about the Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, not the Bud and Burgers Festival. Welcome, Kelly. Welcome, Kelly. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hi. Welcome. I hope you can hear me okay. Yes, Kelly, we can hear you great. With the Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, so glad to have you here talking about the 10th anniversary, a decade of the Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival happening this weekend, April 7th and 8th in Ridgeland, Mississippi. That's right. Everything will be out at Renaissance at Colony Park, and we are expecting, uh, we have 85 artists from across the country, so folks who come out will be able to meet the artists and find out the inspirations behind their work, and we have uh, great music and great food, and we're gearing up for for a fun weekend. That's right, Kelly. Now, you guys have a lot going on this weekend. We'll talk about all of those things. But first, let's talk about the art. Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival is one of the few juried art exhibits in Mississippi. So tell our listeners a little bit about what they can expect among these uh, these artists, uh, the mediums, the types of work they'll they'll see. Sure, sure. Uh, Twelve different mediums will be represented. We've got clay, drawing, and pastels fiber, glass, jewelry, mixed media, 2D and 3D, photography, painting, printmaking, sculpture, and wood. So all, all types of art. Really excellent. It, it's a wonderful way to really meet and mingle with the artist, to learn more about the process behind the paintings or the sculptures or uh, the carvings, whatnot. A, a great uh, setup you have there at Renaissance. You guys cover really the full uh, ground, the full the full landscape of that great shopping center. Oh, definitely. And we have, you know, great restaurants um, at Renaissance, but we've also, we'll have some food vendors. Um, uh, we've got uh, the, uh, oh, the oh the people who do the popsicles. I can't uh, think of their name right now. Deep um, South Pops? Yes, yes. So um, they will be here and Lurley, uh, Lurney D's Grill. Yeah, Deep South Pops. And small-time concessions, the nuttery, will have hand-dipped ice cream. And then, of course, we've got live music uh, both days. We've got two stages. And this is really a family-friendly event. We have a student art gallery where um, 10 area high schools get to actually display their art. And I have to tell you, we were setting that up yesterday, and I was so impressed with the talent of these young people and also where the student uh, gallery is going to be we have our friends with the craftsman's guild of mississippi 
that will have the children's craft corner. So even the little ones will get to come and make mosaics and then get to make beautiful wire stands to display their art. So it's just a full weekend for the entire family, and we just want to educate people on art and, um, and enjoy. That's wonderful, Kelly. In addition to all of this great art and the hands-on activities that you're offering, you've also partnered with Sante South again for their wonderful wine festival. Yes, the wine festival is going to be held tomorrow night. Um, They have a VIP tasting that starts at 6.30 and then a grand tasting that starts at 7.30. And they do have designated driver tickets because not only do you get to – Uh, feature 120 wines from across the country. We'll have 20 uh, Mississippi restaurants there, too, so you'll get to enjoy fine food and wine. Wonderful. Well, well, you can't beat that. That's quite the ticket right there. Now, as as always, you guys in Ridgeland really think of everything in addition to this wonderful festival weekend, all of this great programming, the wine, the food. You also have a lot of merchant specials happening with your local retail and hotel packages as well. We do, and you can check all of that out um, there uh, at RidgelandArtsFest.com for packages, and then also check out SanteSouth.org. You'll find a listing of all the restaurants uh, that are participating there. And I do want to mention, too, both the wine festival is Saturday evening, but both um, uh, during the festival on both days, we have a Sante South sampling palette, and you can purchase a punch card and still get to sample the wines. There is a charge for the Sante South Wine Festival because it is a fundraiser for Alzheimer's Mississippi. However, the uh, Fine Arts Festival is free to the public, so we encourage everyone to come out. And just to mention, the times are Saturday from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. and Sunday from 11 to 5. Well, lots going on. Uh, things do kick off today with your Run Now Wine Later. That's W-I-N-E, Wine Later, 5K, uh, starting right there at your headquarters at the Ridgeland Tourism Center. Yeah, right at the Ridgeland Visitor Center, and that begins at 6.30 tonight, and we're expecting about four or 500 runners, and it's a 5K course that uh, goes around Renaissance at Colony Park, and the participants... Uh, after they finish the run, uh, get a wine and cheese social afterwards. So we're kicking it all off then. Well, that's great. Well, you can't beat that. Well, uh, before we let you go, Kelly, remind folks where they can go to learn more about all of this weekend's events. Check out the schedule. The music lineup is great. We don't have time to go through everyone, but it's really awesome. you got a couple of stages, some jazz, some more kind of country and rock. So uh, if you're not into art, you're into music, get out. No reason not to. Definitely. Yeah, so check out our website. It's RidgelandArtsFest.com and also SanteSouth.org. Wonderful. Well, again, thank you, Kelly, for making time to be with us. We know you're a busy woman today. Oh, we are so excited. The artists are already checking in and everything is a flurry of activity at Renaissance today. So we do encourage everyone to come out. It's a great, great weekend for the entire family. Wonderful. Again, that's taking place this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at Ridgeland at the Renaissance Shopping Center. Wonderful location. I also want to mention another great event taking place this weekend on Sunday, uh, April 8th at 4 p.m. in collaboration with the Mississippi Symphony Orchestra, the Mississippi Museum of Art is presenting a performance of To Me from the Earth. This is a musical composition by DJ Spar, inspired by a bicentennial exhibition, and Me Historia, a poem written by David Dominguez. The concert features soprano Audie Marie Moore and an ensemble from the Mississippi Symphony Orchestra in the exhibition gallery of White Gold. Now, this exhibition gallery is so powerful. I listened to selections of this composition this morning, also very powerful. Uh, go check this out online at the at msmuseumart.org. DJ Spar is a is a guitarist and a composition uh, a, a composer, but a very young man. I think one of the top composers under 40. This is a really interesting um, exhibition that's coming through. Performance uh, available this Sunday, April 8th at 4 p.m. Uh, really exciting stuff. So hope you'll check that out as well. Again, it's time for us to take a quick break, but when we get back, we'll speak with Reagan Pepper. 
with Tupelo Main Street about Bud and Burgers competition. Don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. That might sound like loose change to you, but to us here at Mississippi Public Broadcasting, it sounds like support. Now with the program Change by Soft Giving, you can round up your change from everyday purchases and support MPB and the programs you love. With every purchase, you show your support for smart, entertaining, and engaging programs that benefit all Mississippians. Sign up today by visiting mpbonline.org slash support and click Donate Your Change. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, and you're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. If you're just tuning in, we've had a wonderful show today. We spoke with Chef Vishbot telling us about First Market Feast upcoming in April at the Oxford Community Market in the Old Armory Pavilion, a really cool community gathering space. We also just got off the, f- the phone with Kelly Mott telling us more about this weekend's Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival. And I must say, I, I've had a great week and wanted to mention that earlier this week at the two Mississippi museums, MississippiToday.org presented Hope and Fury, a great documentary about the role of the press in the civil rights movement. We hosted this on the eve of the assassination of MLK the 50th anniversary of that, which has been celebrated widely across Mississippi and across the nation. But if you weren't able to join us for this live event, we brought in Tom Brokaw, the legendary NBC correspondent, Yamiche Alcindor, a rising um, journalist and uh, wonderful uh, writer, as well as Mayor Chokwe Antar Lumumba from here in Jackson and Andy Lack, the president of NBC News, for a wonderful panel discussion and conversation about the role of the press in the civil rights movement and the continued role of the press today in uh, social movements across the nation. If you missed it, you can check out the live stream that we recorded on the Mississippi Today Facebook page. I encourage you to go engage in that wonderful conversation. A great, a great night for sure. Last night, I checked out the Mississippi Arts Commission Fellowship Exhibit, which is just across the way here from MPB at the Mississippi Library Commission. Wonderful mixed media exhibit that's up for quite a bit. So if you're in the Jackson area, stop by the Mississippi Library Commission, pop into that beautiful building and check out all of this great art. Now, joining me on the line in Tupelo is Reagan Pepper with Bud and Burgers. Welcome, Reagan. Hey, Mary Margaret. Thanks for having me. Reagan, you are with the Downtown Tupelo Main Street Association. Tell us a little bit about your role and the mission of Main Street. Of course. Um, So I kind of work PR for Tupelo Main Street. Um, We have four people in office, which is awesome. Um, We have Sarah, who does marketing, and then Debbie and Craig, who kind of of run the place. Um, And I kind of get to deal with the media um, and do that whole bit, which is awesome. Um, Main Street is kind of, you know, in charge of revitalizing downtown and bringing business downtown. Um, So we've really been able to see... Uh, business come back to downtown and life come back to downtown over the past 28 years um, when we were first started. Uh, So Main Street really um, has brought the downtown business sector back to life um, and made it the heart of Tupelo once again. 
Well, it is a really vibrant downtown, a beautiful place, and I know a place you're glad to call home. And you guys are getting a little tripped up by the weather, but Bud and Burgers will go on. Uh, You had originally scheduled for this great burger competition to take place this weekend, but you've moved it to next week due to inclement weather. Tell us a little bit about the details, where things are taking place, and what time. Absolutely, yeah. So we um, this is going to be our third annual Bud and Burgers competition. Um, we're fortunate enough to have a have Mitchell Distributing as a sponsor. Um, they have you know been kind enough to help us put it on. Um, we've had two great years. I'm um, really welcoming the third one. Uh, to, the event was actually supposed to take place today, uh, but we're experiencing a little bit of April showers. Um, so we have moved it back a week, and it's going to be next Friday. That's Friday the 13th, in fact. Um, we're not letting it stop us, <laughs> but um, we're hoping for some better, better, warmer weather. Um, and that event actually starts at five. That's when the gates will open. And then, how it works is the burger cooking competition. So this is our biggest one yet. We have 21 teams, um, which is awesome. We have professional category and then non-professional, which is what we call backyard teams. Um, and starting at six, they'll have all of their burgers. Um, ordered to be ready for sampling so you know you can come on in at five it's ten dollars at the gate um we don't do ticket pre-sales um we just you know let people walk up that day and get their ticket then um they can walk in at five we'll have coke trailers we'll have um alcoholic beverages on site for sale um we'll have popsy which is our gourmet popsicle stand fabulous they'll be on site as well um and then around six you know the the carnage will start, as I like to say. Um, all the burgers will be out, um, and we'll have we'll be ready for sampling. Um, we'll do that again at seven, kind of you know to get the waves of people. Um, and it is on a Friday, so heading into the weekend, um, we like to start the weekend off right. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Now you do have prof- a professional division and a home cook division, so I imagine you might see a little different action in these two categories. Yes, absolutely. Um, this is the largest, like I said, this is the largest one we've had yet with our 21 teams. So professional, um, they're kind of duking it out for a trophy that travels um, that they get to hang up in their establishment, which is pretty awesome. Um, and then backyard teams this year, whoever wins first place gets a Yeti cooler. So I imagine it'll be quite the battle. The people are crazy about those Yeti coolers. So, yeah, <laughs> they're going to add an extra special sauce to get the, the hands on the Yeti. Now, tell, sure. tell us a little bit about why, why, why burgers, why Bud and Burgers in Tupelo? You know, what makes this a good fit for your community? Absolutely. Um, so we have in the past um, dabbled with barbecue Um and it's, you know, it's kind of been here and there. Um, Memphis, of course, has their huge barbecue competition. Um, so Mitchell actually came to us um, with the idea of Bud and Burgers. They do it down on the coast and said that it has been wildly successful. Um, so we said, you know, we'll give it a shot, too. Um, we used to have an old event that was kind of a, a burger cooking um, kind of day where we sold meals and stuff. And so we decided just kind of add the competition aspect to it with the help of Mitchell to make that a competition um, and to make that into Bud and Burgers. Well, that's really exciting. Now, uh, again, you did switch, uh, you know, have to switch the weekend to next Friday, April 13th. But hey, that's okay. From six to nine, tell our listeners where they can go to learn a little bit more about this great event. Absolutely. They can visit www.tupelomainstreet.com. Or they are absolutely welcome to call our office. We're 662-841-6598. Now, Reagan, are you guys still accepting applications, or have you closed uh, closed that off? We have closed it off. We actually had to close it off a little bit early this year because we maxed out on space. Wonderful, wonderful. We like that yes. problem. We do, too. Um, yeah, we're hoping it'll be, you know, bigger and better than ever is what we like, so... Well, again, thanks for being with us, Reagan Pepper, Downtown Tupelo Main Street Association, and the third annual Bud and Burgers competition coming up Friday, April 13th from 6 to 9 p.m. in Tupelo. I appreciate you being on the show today. Now, it is time for our final break, uh, but when we return, we'll welcome to the show our musical guest, Ann Freeman. She's got a brand new album out. Don't want to miss this. We'll be right back here on Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio.
informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and the state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, and you're listening to the sounds of Anne Freeman, tunes from her new album, Days Go By. Great, wonderful collection of 10 songs that just came out this week. We're really excited to have Anne on the show today. Welcome, Anne. How are you? We're great. We're great. And congratulations on the debut of this new record. A long time coming. A lot of great music. A lot of great players. How's it feel? It feels really great. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, we're so pleased to have you here to talk about this new album. You had a record release party, a listening party, earlier this week on April 4th at the End of All Music, the great record shop there on the square in Oxford. Paint that picture for us, Anne. Oh, it was a beautiful Oxford day. It was a clear blue sky, and there was a nice chill in the air. And we set up uh, to play in front of the door that opens up to the balcony, and we played some songs to a packed record store. It was a wonderful, wonderful day. Well, the the word on the street is it was one in, one out to hear Anne Freeman <laughs> and her great band, The Garbage Sons, uh, play a few <laughs> tunes from this new album. And tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. You call Oxford home, but you grew up in the Mississippi Delta. Right. I'm from Greenwood, Mississippi. Um, I grew up in a musical family. Uh, my dad played music, My all of my brothers and my uncle and um, we just grew up playing music around the house. Uh, I started playing guitar when I was 13 and uh, immediately write it, began writing songs. So I've been writing for a long time, and uh, it was feels really great to finally write a batch of songs that I actually wanted to record and put out. Well, and let's talk a little bit about you as a, as a musician and as a writer. You te- you say you grew up in this musical home that I, you know, had the great joy of experiencing firsthand as a kid, <laughs> also from Greenwood. Uh, but and yes. you you front this band with a guitar. You're a great guitar player. There's no uh, debating that. But you're a multi instrumentalist. I mean, guitar is not your only instrument. Right. I you know, growing up in a musical household, there was always different instruments around to play so I started out on piano and then I don't know one day a drum set appeared (laughs) and so um you know I'm able to hold down a beat on the drums and play a few other instruments just a little bit but guitar is definitely my main instrument absolutely and you've got a beautiful collection of guitars a great affinity for guitars that uh, also (laughs) runs in your family um now and describe the sound of of your sound the sound that we can hear on this album well, you know, people keep asking me that, like, what genre of music is it? And this album, all of the songs are so different. It's been really hard to put it in a box and label it, really. Um, it's really just a collection of songs from several different genres, really. There's some country on it. There's some, you know, Americana. There's some rock on it. Um, there's pop tunes and sort of more kind of, uh, 70s sounding kind of indie sound to it sort of so there's just it's just really a collection of several different genres on there absolutely now we came in with uh, with a tune called with her beautiful song that really showcases your voice and uh, your great sense of melody uh, we um, there's also a song on this album called slow down which is almost like a country dance tune yeah. yes it is uh, that was was heavily inspired by um, Delta imagery, you know, growing up in the Delta, riding around on Money Road, um, 
when I wrote that song, that's really where I went mentally. I checked out completely and put myself just on a gravel road around somewhere around Money Road, uh, you know, in the night in the summer. And that's where that song came from. So much fun. Let's talk a little more about your creative process, Anne. Um, you you are you do write your song your own songs, and uh, this great collection takes you on a lot of journeys. You're very narrative in a lot of these pieces. Tell us about how your creative process begins. What that looks like. It's actually a really scatterbrained process, honestly. But I think that where it really all starts is I'm always looking for the melody, the the hook, and um, you know, it's like a melody will come to me throughout the day and the lyrics will kind of come along with that melody. And if I like it, if it gets stuck in my head, then I feel like it's strong enough to actually sit down and work with and, you know, complete a whole song. Um, you know, it's hard. I think writing the verses, uh, that's the challenging part of writing music for me. Um, so that's when I have to really sit down and focus and just check out and put myself wherever it is that I'm going with the song, whatever the story is, wherever it's taking place. And you've been playing and writing music since you were a young girl, and now you've got this great album, Days Go By, 10 songs. I, I mean, how long have you been putting together this collection of music? You know, I wrote these songs uh, two years ago, um, and we actually recorded the record almost two years ago. Um, so, you know, these are, well, they're old to me now, but, um, you know, none of these songs were anything that I wrote growing up in high school or college. They were, you know, songs that I wrote, you know, a little over two years ago. And, um, you know, that they're very personal to me in some ways, and some are just totally made up, but it feels good to finally have the record out there for people to hear. Well, I've really enjoyed listening. And so let's give our listeners also, you know, more opportunity to hear your music. We're going to play a little bit of Something Blue. Can you introduce this song for us? Absolutely. Um, It's a song about, uh, well, someone on their wedding day who is marrying someone, but really thinking about someone else that she would have rather been with. Great. We'll take so a listen she says now. That's her something blue, yes. My mother came in and said to get on your way. It's gorgeous outside and it's your wedding day. I thought about you before I got out of bed. And how it could have been you, but it was him instead. I thought time would be along and I'd make it through Well, I could never let myself move on from you He'd come along and swept me away And I hoped I'd get over you someday It had been so That's just beautiful. That's Something Blue by Anne Freeman from her album, Days Go By. And a beautiful song, great lyrics. You've just got a great sense of storytelling. Reminds me of Gillian Welch. Um, But I don't want to put words in your mouth. Who are some of your inspirations musically? Oh, gosh. I feel like there's so many. My favorite bands are Led Zeppelin and Wilco, but obviously this record doesn't sound anything like them. I don't know really uh, what artists I can say really inspired this record um i know that i was you know i grew up listening to jewel you know as a young girl seeing a girl playing a guitar and singing and writing that was always fascinating for me um but yeah i mean i listen to so many different artists it's 
kind of hard to really say which ones I feel like inspire me the most. Well, and and you are really part of such a big community of artists and musicians in the Oxford area. And I know that you're mm-hmm. daily inspired by the band you play with and by other bands you're exposed to. So let's uh, talk a little bit about the Garbage Sons, your band, mm-hmm. uh, a collection of great, great musicians. Tell our listeners who's who are the Garbage Sons. The Garbage Sons are Cal Kellum on pedal steel and lead guitar. Eric Carlson on piano, Ben Yarbrough on bass, and Harrison Smith on drums. Um, We've been playing together for two years now. Um, Ben joined us uh, a year ago on bass. Uh, He replaced our original bass player, but um, we started playing together two years ago and then quickly went into the studio to record this record. Um, They inspire me daily. It's amazing. I feel like uh, my writing has progressed so much from playing with them. It's a, such a wonderful thing to be able to write a song and then take it to these talented guys and have them put their touch on it and sort of make it their own in a way. Um, you know, they're so, so great at what they do, and they I trust them so much, and they've been so supportive and are really great to play with me and they're just, they're the best. <laughs> now, Anne, you guys do play out a lot. You're touring a good bit. Do you have a tour lined up to get this new album out uh, to the people? You know, we don't. Um, we, we actually don't. We're, we haven't really toured. We've played a lot around Mississippi, um, a lot in Oxford. Um, all of the places here have been wonderful to have us uh, play. But um, actually, right now, we're, we're already working on our second record. So, wow. Um, we're kind of busy with that right now. So, um, Well, let's talk we a little like bit. To... I hate to jump into the second album when the first is so new, but uh, yeah, what's next? What's next for you guys? What's uh, this new album like? The new album is a pop rock record, so um, we're really excited about it. Um, uh, you know, we're recording it at Dialback Sound in Water Valley, Mississippi. Uh, Matt Patton from the Dry Batch Records is producing it. And we've already started working on it, and it's just so far has been such an amazing experience. So um, we're really excited about this record we just put out, but um, we're really looking forward to this new record. And it's a whole new sound. It's a whole new genre of music, and um, we really we really think people are going to like it. So we're excited. That's very cool. Now, and you know, again, you grew up with musicians. You've been playing a lot. But what is it like to be the the only woman in the band, kind of heading up a, a group of a group of dudes and uh, spending a lot of time in the studio with with these guys? Uh, what's that dynamic? Oh, it's great. They're wonderful. It doesn't feel like a boys' club at all. They're just the most wonderful guys ever. They really are, and. I feel right at home working with all of them. And, you know, anytime we're playing somewhere where maybe we don't know anybody, I always feel like they have my back. They're always looking out for me, you know, being a woman and playing and putting myself out there and people we don't know. They're always right there with me. They're wonderful. Now, we've been talking a lot about this album, the studio album, but you guys uh, do play a lot of live shows. What's your live show uh, experience like? Well, it's, you know, we've been playing some of the new songs that we're uh, working on right now for the new record. So, uh, you know, our live shows, it's kind of all over the place genre-wise, which I think is great because then there's something for everyone. You know, Kel has his pedal steel, and we play some of the country songs, and then he'll get up and get on lead guitar, and, you know, we'll play a rock and roll song. Um, People seem to really uh, be into it, and we've gotten good responses from it. So we're really grateful for that. Well, that's wonderful. Great to hear about the uh, good dynamic you guys have. And I wish you the best as you continue to uh, put Days Go By out there for folks. If people are interested in picking up an album, where can they find uh, your music? Well, we have CDs uh, on sale at the end of all music uh, on the square in Oxford, Mississippi. And um, it's also available on iTunes and Spotify, it's on all the music platforms out there. So if you want a hard copy, I think the only place to get one is uh, at the end of all music and uh, from at one of our shows. Excellent. Well, that's a good reason to get out and come here and Freeman and the Garbage Sons. And we are going to go out with Days Go By. T- tell us a little bit about this tune before we let you go. 
Uh, it's the title track from our album, obviously. Um, it, I chose that one because it's my favorite song on the record. Um, it was a lot of fun to write. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun to record. I think that it's it's so easy to chalk that up as another love song, but it's really um, up to the listener to decide whatever it is that they want to make it about. Um, you can make it about whatever it is that maybe you struggle with. It's about things that come through in your life that maybe aren't good for you, but you always kind of go back to maybe a friend or something, just anything in your life that always pulls you back in and makes you feel good, but maybe really isn't good for you in the long term. So that's what it's about. Awesome. Ann Freeman, look out for Ann Freeman and the Garbage Sons. Check out their new album, Days Go By, on all the listening platforms or pick one up at the end of all music now on the Oxford Square. Thanks, Ann, for being with us. It's been a great day with you, our listeners here on Next Stop Mississippi. And I want to thank you for spending time with us today and thank all of our guests for joining us this morning. Chef Vishbot with Oxford's First Market Feast, Kelly Mott with the Richland Fine Arts Festival, Reagan Pepper with Tupelo Bud and Burgers Competition, and, of course, our musical guest, singer-songwriter, rocker Ann Freeman. Next Stop Mississippi is produced by Michelle McAdoo. For MPB Think Radio, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Southern Remedy for Women is up next, but I hope you'll join us again next week for another great trip on Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio.